Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowfishing Buzz presented by AMS Bowfishing. My name is Matthew, and here's my good buddy, D. Schmitty. How's it going everybody? We're up here, it is a windy, chilly, gray, steel sky day up here in Wisconsin. Mid-October, we've been thinking a lot about deer hunting up here lately. It's getting to be that time of the year up here. That's just like the song, the 30 Pointer. Getting to be that time of year. Yep, yep. That is a. I don't know if that's popular in other states, but you did turn you on just the thirty about, pointer. Did you see the thirty pointer? There, you guys just got a little sample from our our band here, Matthew Schillinger. But you turn on any radio station in Wisconsin in October or November, you're bound to hear that crazy song. They play it like fifty times on the Friday before our gun opener yep. every year. Yep. It's like a holiday up here, though. The gun season, hunting season, I mean, it's... The Orange Army. The Orange Army. Yep. yep it is absolutely. crazy. A lot of people really don't even know what the... Especially the rifle season up here. What it, the state of Wisconsin turns into. Oh, absolutely. On that week. I think there's so much rich family tradition yeah. that goes into that. You know, yeah. everyone who maybe doesn't hunt or they live in other states... Everyone's coming up to Wisconsin Deer Camp. Yep, it's crazy. You know? Kids are out of school. It's oh, yeah. Just, it's unbelievable. I remember when I was in school, I didn't go to a single day of school during gun season. No, no, there's not a lot of kids that do. There's some schools that close down, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you drive on the roads, and you just look in the fields and in the woods, and you'll see blaze orange. Yep, there's pumpkins <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. But, uh, no, we're getting ready, actually, for our... Big rut to start kicking in yeah. here for the for the bow season. Absolutely, this yeah. this latter part of October into November, you're getting ready to go on a little vacation you here. Darn right, my rutcation starts next Wednesday. Jealous. I'll be I'll be getting out of here at two thirty every day, but I, I won't be I won't be cashing in on a full day. And not, I won't not be coming. Yet. I'll be leaving on October thirtieth, and I will not stop back into this shop until November thirteenth. Wow, that's... unless. Oh, if, if we do see Matt, yes, if we do see Matt within that that time that time frame, that's a good thing. There's gonna be good news coming with uh, a Matt appearance. Yeah, because I have not shot a buck with my bow and arrow in a long, long time. <laughs> that just means that you're due. All those years are gonna add up, and you're gonna shoot a giant. I'm due. I got a new bow this year. Yep. I got new arrows. You even got a bow named. The company is actually named after you for that bow, Matthews. That's right. <laughs> Matthews, Matthews. Yep. 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 Really so. like it, though. It's a nice bowl. Is it? Mm-hmm. Really like practicing it. a lot with it? Been practicing a lot with it, and, um, you know, I bought the the new Matthews Traverse, and, man, it's a sweet, it's a solid shooting bow. It's just, it's solid in your hand when you release that arrow. Sure. You know, it's just solid. It's it's stable. Um, I went with a longer axle axle. You're a big fella, so. Yeah, so, and I, and I just love it. It's just a sweet shooting bow my my grip hand you know is just very solid and and tight but uh hopefully it brings me a little luck this year yeah well unlike you you know i, I wish i was in your situation being able to chase after all these big bucks you got on camera i'm just kind of waiting for something <laughs> to show up over by me i ain't got nothing going you just wait your land always produces a big boy here i, I hope so you just wait I hope yeah so. so you can tell we're a little excited about the uh upcoming Deer season's around here in Wisconsin, and we hope you are too. But um, I think it's time for a little bow fishing. Absolutely, this is a bow fishing podcast. We got to talk about bow fishing. <laughs> it's it's tough up here when it gets cold like this. We can go shoot some fish, but you're going to be pretty chilly yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah, yep. uh, yep. yeah. I think we can jump right into some BAA news. 
seems like every time we do a podcast, we got yep. a good list of records and news that we can announce. Absolutely. You know, so uh, we'll start here. David Henry, congratulations on your BAA Alabama State record black drum weighing in at 31 pounds, 6.4 ounces. That is a stud right there. That's a nice drum. Holy cow, just That's reading that, I kind of had to, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, 31 pounds. That's a stud. That is a, stud, a stud right there. Congratulations, David. You bet. And Drake Kent on his Wyoming state record common carp, weighing in at 23 pounds, 1.6 ounces. That's awesome. Good That's job, pretty Drake. cool to see, you know, these all these new BA records coming up in, in a lot of states that you really don't think about as far as bow fishing, right. like Wyoming. And yeah. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah Congratulations, Drake. Gabe Henry. Looks like he had uh, quite the season here. He had a good good couple nights, it looks like. Gabe Henry, congratulations on your BAA Alabama state and youth record Atlantic Stingray weighing three pounds. He also shot the BAA Alabama youth record Southern Stingray. Weighing 24 pounds. A double whammy. That is awesome. Way to go, Gabe. Yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. And we also have Richard Hayden Jr. on your BAA North Carolina state record, American Eel. Weighing 1 pound, 1.6 ounces. Good job, Richard. That's that's How sweet. cool is that? Yeah, an eel. Wow. Yeah, American Eel. <laughs> that's cool. Bridger Hill, congratulations on your BAA Idaho youth record large-scale sucker, weighing 5 pounds, 11.2 ounces. Matt, I know we always say this on the podcast, the most important generation of any industry is the next generation, and it's awesome to see all these youth records. Mm-hmm. That means that there yep. are kids out, you know, people are showing these kids the ropes, and they're they're yep. cashing in on it with that's, that's state awesome. records. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Very cool to see those youth getting these records out here and getting recognized, and you know how that is when you were a little kid and you got some type of ribbon or a little trophy, oh, yeah. you know, and these guys are getting BA records yeah. and stuff like that for you. So that's awesome to see that. Really cool. Really cool. And I'm I'm glad to see that the BAA is, you know, recognizing, you know, these youth records as well as the adult records as well, you know, keeping yeah. them separate categories. And it's a really cool deal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've said it before. I think that one of the coolest events that we do here at AMS, we have our Big 20 tournament, which is a blast. Right. But something that we do every year. June time frame yep. usually is the AMS kids event. Right. We bring a bunch of kids down. You know, yep. we, we, we teach them the equipment. We, we show them how it's done. They shoot at some some targets in the water, and then we take them out. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool when three, four years down the road, here you see a kid that you helped at this event. Well, he just bought a bow fishing boat. Or right. maybe not that large a scale. Maybe he bought a, a bow, and he's sending you pictures. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you can kind of take a little bit of you know satisfaction from that, thinking, you know, what, maybe we... If we went to showing this kid the ropes on it, maybe absolutely. he wouldn't be doing it. Now he is, so that's mm-hmm. always cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, one of the really cool things that was happening here the last couple of weeks here before mm-hmm. the the big vote for the location for the Worlds was um, just a lot of interaction oh, on social media, you know, with the, the two bids. You know, you had the Tennessee River bid and you had the South Dakota bid and all these memes and it was just <laughs> what did you just call them? What are memes? Memes? Is that what they are? I think they're just called memes. Or oh, old I... guy memes. Oh, <laughs> memes. That's kind of like okay. Is it a GIF or a Jiffy? Is it a Giffy or a Jiffy? GIF. GIF. I don't know that one. <laughs> See, I know it's a meme, but I don't know if it's a GIF or a GIF. Okay, I'm not so sure there's a lot of memes out there. There you go. That's better. For a second, I didn't even know what you were talking about. I thought Mimi was like a, a name for your grandma or something. Mimi. Oh I'm old gosh. school. I don't know all these little slang, these new slang 
lingos yeah. for all the social media stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you were saying, all the memes, <laughs> all the that, memes that out were there out there. And, some of them oh, were just oh, they're hilarious. Gosh, they you were know, hilarious. And, but it, the cool thing about all that was there was a lot of interaction surrounding bow fishing, uh, the BAA, and the the tournament itself. Yeah, absolutely. And there was a lot of great, you know, jabbing back and forth between the two. Who's going to win it? Who's going to, you know, why is this place better than that place? And, well, we don't want to go up north because we're going to wear bibs and our yeah. winter clothes and May and stuff like that. And yeah. So um, it was it was a lot of neat stuff going on. And there was a lot of comments on there. And um, congratulations to Brookings, South Dakota. Absolutely. Uh, total vote count was uh, 210 to 120. And uh, like I said, the 2020 Worlds will be held in Brookings, South Dakota, um, hosting by Lance Wheeler. Yep, yep. And, and um, I actually thought that it was going to be closer than what the vote shows us. I thought right. it was going to be kind of neck and neck, but, you know, 210 to 120, right. that's a pretty big and, margin. Yep, and this was the largest amounts of votes that have ever been, you know, casted right. for a Worlds tournament. Um, so I hope we have a great turnout. Um, I know Lance Wheeler has been doing a lot of work. With that, he even added a couple more lakes um, than what he previously had had um, entered down there for sure. the for the bid. So he added some more lakes, but um, there's a total of 14 lakes. Oh my gosh! Wow. And um, you know we've got Lake Sinai, uh, Wabe Lake, Lake Minnewasta, Rush Lake, Little Rush Lake, Bitter Lake, Blue Dog Lake, Lake Thompson, Lake Henry. Whitewood Lake, Lake Poinsett, Lake Albert, Lake St. John, and Roy Lake. Now, I know a lot of these lakes are kind of separated, but then there's some that are really close together and kind of adjoining also. Sure. So that's really cool. And then we also, Derek, have uh, the river section here. Oh, sure. Yep. Got, um, go ahead. You can list out what sure. we have there for the rivers. Sure. There's two sections of rivers, Lewis and Clark Lake from Gavin's Point to Running Water Bridge. Yep. And Lake Francis Case from Pickstown to Fort Thompson are going to mm-hmm. be those two sections mm-hmm. there. So needless to say, there's a lot of lot of water that you can go scout. It's not going to be bumper boats. You're going to yep. be able to definitely separate yourself and go find a fish. I think so. And, and you know... I was looking at some of these stretches of the river, you know, on, on Google Maps to kind of look at them, and there's some there's some really nice looking stretches on those rivers. Sure, you know, there's some pretty cool looking stuff on there, and um, there's also some really neat looking stuff on the lakes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know you brought up the the social media debates that were going on. I saw a I'm not sure if it was from a river section or a lake out there, and maybe you're gonna know what I'm saying when I when I bring it up. But there was some drone footage. I'm not sure if you saw the video or not of the person who who posted it said it was from South Dakota mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were flying over just this beautiful area and they were I mean they were way up and they you see water and you you know you're not really seeing much and then all of a sudden they get back into this bay yeah it looked fake yeah all the fish that were back right. there yep yep all the big commons that were splashing around and I remember that video had just a ton of interaction it got I saw mm-hmm. it uh, I actually saw mm-hmm. it shared on other sites that were just like, you know, it was like a you know an outdoor site. It wasn't even just sure. fishing, and it was right. like, hey, check out this video, and then it linked back to that world's page. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's kind of reaching out and that's a great thing, right? That's exactly. A good thing, you know, but um, yeah, I know Lance added a couple more lakes, and um, I think one of the lakes that he went to was actually Lake Point Set, I believe, and. Um, he actually talked to the Lake Association and asked them, you know, would they be interested in 
allowing you know this to be open waters for the worlds next year and the lake association was all for it they said sure. absolutely um you know come on in here and help remove some of these carps so that's a that's a cool thing yeah yeah i know i forget now i know you've been out to the dakota one of the dakotas have you ever bullfished in south dakota yeah yeah, yeah absolutely okay. i've been to south dakota uh, my first time in south dakota was 2010 um, we went out there to, to film jeff and i and um we, we went to a certain lake, and we shot some really nice commons. We got some really cool footage. The water was crystal clear. Um, we, we actually came around this one pocket. I'll never forget it. And um, there was a, a point of rocks that came off this backside of this island. Okay. And, um, you know, you got your big lights on, and you're going, and it's like 10 o'clock at night. And all I saw stacked along those rocks was just these huge walleyes. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. And then we went further along, and we ran to a big sand flat, and it was just big old commons cruising, you know, pretty pretty constant as we kept going. And then, um, so we filmed on that trip, and then I also went back to Lake Thompson, uh, not Lake Thompson, South Dakota twice in 2011. Um, we went and filmed with Corey Brossman with the Interlocks Out There TV show. And then we also went back there in October and did some salmon bow fishing on oh, Lake Oahe. That's interesting. And um, that was a really, really neat deal. We actually went to one of the spawning stations right there on the river. And um, he kind of told us why they allow the, the bow fishing to be part of the, the salmon um, here in South Dakota. Because the, the salmon out there are actually landlocked, all right, okay. with the dams and the river sure. system out yep. there. And so there's no natural reproduction of the salmon. All the reproduction takes place right there at the spawning station where they have a fish ladder. Gotcha. And of course, not all the salmon will go up the fish ladder mm-hmm. to where they collect the eggs and stuff. So um, he says they just looked as another means for outdoor enthusiasts to pursue, you know, salmon. It's a regular, you have just a... Um, a regular fishing license, and then we had to buy a, a, a game fish permit, which was, I think at that time was like five bucks. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And then that allowed us to have a daily bag limit of five salmon. And um, it was really neat. You know, um, we basically just sat, no boat. We didn't have a boat out there. We just stood on the shorelines and waited for a salmon to swim by. Uh, we'd go in some back little sloughs and stuff like that, walk through there and, and shot a couple of them. But the cool thing about it was I brought a lot of them salmon back, flayed out. And we um, grilled them at oh, the sure. AMS shop and had had a big uh, bow fishing salmon dinner. Pretty good. Very good. Oh, I bet. Yeah, a lot better than carp. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> say I've ever tried it, but I, I bet you they are uh, much better than carp. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. So I had a lot of fun, and then um, I also went back to South Dakota in 2014. Um, we did a family bow fishing trip. My wife and my two girls, um, we took them out there for some uh, bow fishing, and we recorded the whole thing. Um, it was on a couple of our DVDs. It was on Caraco TV, I believe, also, and uh, Destination America. It was on that when we used to have the uh, Bowfish 24-7, 365 series yep, sure. out there as well. So um, if, if, if you are kind of on the board of deciding, ah, should I go all the way to South Dakota or should we go to South Dakota to shoot the worlds? You know, I highly recommend that you you um, stretch your wings and go to a different body of water, go to a different state and shoot those. Um, it's always, that's one of my true joys of going and shooting in, in different tournaments and not even shooting, but just going to a different spot to shoot some fish. Right. 
learning those new bodies of water, um, seeing what that state has to offer. Sure. You know, um, not only the boat fishing, but the scenery sure. yeah. was really, really cool out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of uh, underrated states, mm-hmm. you know, right. that people just don't think of. And the boat fishing there is really good. And the scenery is awesome. And it'll just be one heck of an experience to go out there and, and do it. Right. And I think right. that that's going to... That's going to happen this year in South Dakota for the Worlds. I think some people maybe would have never gone up to South Dakota. They're going to go there, shoot the Worlds, think, oh, wow, this is this is really cool up here. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it'll be an annual trip or every couple of years they'll go up to South Dakota. You know, that's cool to, to yeah. spread the awareness of a, a given state for bow fishing. Yeah, it was um, one thing that, that I found very interesting is um, when we would go out there at nighttime bow fishing, we would not see another light, not even, you know, not even on the same lake. Really? No, no. So you pretty much had the whole lake to yourself, and um, the water was crystal clear. Um, some of them lakes are really big, um, so there was sometimes where we couldn't get to some certain spots because it was too windy when we would go out sometimes during the daytime uh, because these are big lakes. Um, some of them are, are smaller, but there's some really big lakes out there, um, so you have to watch the wind a little bit. But, um, you know, one of the things that I did see on, on Facebook was, well, all you got is common carp to shoot in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's kind of our backbone. Right. Backbone yeah. for boat fishing has been common carp. Right. Um, and they're big. <laughs> tell you what, there's nothing that gets me going more than shooting one of them big old humpback carps. It has a big old hump on his back, and you sticking with an arrow. These carp out in South Dakota... They don't mess around. Yeah, they're like a different breed. They almost. are. They're like a different breed. Yeah. And you stick one of them comments, and it's just, it's like a buffalo taking off through the water. Sure. You, that line just, that line just zips through the water. These things got some muscle out there, and they're mean. Yeah. They're angry. We actually shot a couple uh, that we called pineapple carp. Oh, okay. Remember how we referred to the pineapple carp yep. that we shot yes, earlier I in the year with ice? Sure. We shot some there that had, their scales were just so tight. And, really? And they were like popping off their skin they were really protruding almost out of their out of their skin like they're ready to pop sure look like a pineapple scales on them but um like i said if you ever get it if you if you get a chance you know heck you can start saving up right now you got a four-person team you and your buddies start stashing away you know 20 bucks a week yeah so you got four guys every week you know you got you put a 20 20 bucks away and keep doing that you got enough money for some gas you got enough for some lodging um, heck, even bring a tent. Sure, yeah. And just tent out, mm-hmm. you know. That's cool. So you got some time. If you're if you're thinking about coming up, start saving right now. Heck, I'm donating plasma right now to start saving yep. up some money. That is a that is a great way, actually, this, this plasma donation. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are doing it. I should start doing it, yeah, honestly. I was I went in last night and donated plasma. Mm-hmm. Now I go in again Friday, and I'll get 80 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's, yep. a, that's a pretty... And it's a pretty pain-free process, right? Yeah, I got one little mark right here where in my vein, in my arm right sure, here. Sure, sure. Yep, that's hmm. it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so definitely uh, mark that on your calendars and see if you can't make it up there. I think it'll be a, an experience you won't regret going on. I just hope that it definitely is set for the right time. You know, it's May 30th. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Um, the fish should be, you know, pre-spawn. Should be going on up there. It, there should be a lot of fish cruising around. Uh, a lot of the males should be swimming around looking for females. Um, so it should be a great time. 
you know, if we have some good weather, it'll, it'll help even more. If we have some warmer days leading up, you know, two weeks leading up to that, it'll be even better. Right. Um, so, yeah, I am, I am really looking forward to, to the 2020 Worlds in Brookings, South Dakota. Sure. Yeah. I think that that's going to be a very cool, cool event for the boat fishing community as a whole. Right. So, yep. so mm-hmm. to go with our uh, windy, rainy, dreary day up here, We've touched on this in a couple other podcasts. You know, it's it's up here. It's getting to be off season, but mm-hmm. there's still some very good opportunities to be had out on the water. Oh, we no had doubt. a couple of our listeners and a couple people on social media ask us, "Hey, what are some tips for fall time bow fishing?" And Matt, you can speak on this a little bit better than I can. But do you have any tips or tactics for guys who are going out and chasing chasing fish? In you know, in, at night it's getting down. 40s, 30s? Do you have any mm-hmm. tactics that they can use to be a little bit more successful this time of year? Well, right now we're at the end of October. Um, so generally when I go out bow fishing, I'm, daytime bow fishing is done for me. I won't th- go, this time of year? This time of year I will not go out during the daytime. It's just I just don't have time and I don't have very much luck, so I just cross it off my sheet. And the days are shorter. Days are and shorter. And now next week, that time change, they're going to be even shorter yet. <laughs> and that's what I love about fall bow fishing. Oh, sure, yeah. You can turn your lights on at 7 o'clock at night now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait till 9.30 to turn your lights on. So, you, so you'll be out there this time of year bow fishing, and you'll start up and go bow fishing, and you'll be going along shooting fish and everything like that. And you look, you look at your watch, and it'll be like 9 o'clock yeah. or 9.30. It's like, yep. oh, man, it's early yet. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love that part. But as far as getting back to your question, Derek, you know, fall bow fishing, I generally go back to the same spots where I started out the year at. Oh, really? Back in the shallow bays. Uh, a lot of that water has cleared up. There's some fresh water running in from the streams from some fall, you know, rains that we're getting and yep, stuff like and that. And we've got a lot of rain up mm-hmm. here. So you got some fresh water running into those to those creeks and stuff, into those lakes and stuff, and a lot of those fish will congregate in those areas. Um, like I said, the the water's clearing up, and um, we'll find our fish, you know, our commas and some buffs here and there, cruising around in those weeds again in those shallow back bays. Um, and then on points are also great spots, you know, points. Um, now, if you're shooting on a lot of uh, some rivers, like, for example, the Mississippi River, um, I like to look for flats that are about two feet deep, maybe a little shallower, and where there's a, a good current going across that, um, like sand. Okay. And a lot of those fish will be stacked up in there sure. as well. And also wherever there's some shoots that are coming through off the main river channel where there's some shoots that come through and there's some weed edges, that's a prime spot for some big old commons to be laying around in that grass. Sure. Just off that break, just off that current where they're tucked in those weeds. The cool thing about this time of year is you can get right on top of those fish. They'll just kind of like hunker down and just hope that they that you're not gonna be able to see them and then you'll be right on top of those fish you see those big old scales sticking out through those weeds right those big old backs and stuff like that um so like i said those sloughs that kind of run through around islands and stuff like that those are great spots to get out there and shoot some of them fall bow fishing yeah. fish you know yeah yeah uh, mm-hmm. just hearing you explain that it kind of gives me the itch we haven't been out in a while no no and you know, when we we were down in Kentucky shooting those big heads, and that mm-hmm. was I would consider that fall bow fishing. Yeah, that's true. You know, and um, we were shooting big heads in the fall. You know, here back in September. And I know that that last night that we were down there when we got into them, you know, mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. If that wind wouldn't have picked up, yeah, yeah, I tell you what, we could have had a night that 
I mean, I think it could have been as good as it could have been when it's prime time down there. Right. I mean, right. we were we were into fish down there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, the cool thing about that spot is Dennis and I were talking before he we went to that spot, and we're like, let's just go check this spot out. Mm-hmm. We've never been here before. Let's just go check it out. Let's see what it's like. And um, for us to f- be lucky enough to find big heads in that spot at that time of year, we were pretty jacked up because who knows what that spot is like in June, right. in July. Yeah. yeah. You know? So uh, we were really excited to see, you know, we shot, what, I don't know, eight, ten big heads until that wind blew up on oh. us there at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yep. And then there, when that wind picked up, we were using our AMS Spec Ops lights, mm-hmm. and we'd shine, and there were fish. Oh, yeah. There, there were big heads around yeah. us. But yeah. I think what was hurting us was that wind was making waves and, and you know, when that would hit the boat and yeah. it would slosh, we just couldn't get close enough for yeah, a those shot. Those fish would slowly sink down as we would try to get close to them, and they were just that that splash, blot. You know, that, those waves hitting the front of that yeah. flat bottom boat. You know, were just splashing and making too much noise for us to get close to those big ones. But yeah, you're right. We could see those big ones off on the sides of us with our spec ops, and yep. um, they were there. But so yeah, we were we're pretty excited about next year going to bet that spot in June. Yeah, right. seeing what it holds. And I know just from. Uh, what you were saying and Dennis was saying too, he's you know it's it's not real common that people are going out and chasing big heads down there in September. No, no. So it was it was also cool that you know we were probably maybe we were one of the only boats out there during that time frame that was actually going after big heads and right. we found them. Yeah, and we've shot yeah. some. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. that was that was cool as well. Yep, yep. Lots of fun. So you know, in, in the south, you know, you've got warm weather, and I know that I would love to like. Take a road trip to Texas this time of year, right? And go chase some fish down there. And um, I'm jealous of all you guys that live in the South right now that have some good weather. And this time of year, the boat traffic isn't nearly as bad as it is in the summertime and the right. springtime's on your bodies of water. So right. get out there and shoot some of them big old fish and send us some pictures of your big old grass carp, your yeah. big old buffs. Big old I, uh, commons. We two years ago now we went on a little testing trip in January. We I think we were like ice fishing the week before, and then we went down to to Texas. Yeah, and uh, there were some big buffs down oh. there. Oh my goodness! And that was and that was in the middle of January. Yeah, you know, and down there it was. I'm trying to think. It was 40, 50 degrees down there. It was actually kind of chilly and breezy. It was down chilly there. and breezy that one night we were down there. First night we got down there, it was raining and drizzling out and foggy. But man. Hmm. Because I, yeah, you're right. I remember that because we missed the Super Bowl because we were on the water that night shooting oh, okay. for the Super Bowl. Sure. And it was the Patriots and the Eagles, and the Eagles beat the Patriots. There. Okay, sure. Carson Wentz. Well, maybe that was maybe that trickled into February then that trip. I'm not sure. Isn't the Super Bowl usually in February? I know we missed the Super Bowl. Okay, then maybe it was. Anyway, it was cold as heck up here. Yeah. <laughs> when yep. we were down there. Yep. But yeah, we shot some stud buffs down yeah. there, and we saw some bigger ones. I, I remember missing some of those fish and just oh, yeah. ooh. I mean they, they, they were, were tanks. deep they weren't they weren't on a, they weren't shallow um, they were down there about you know two feet foot and a half they were a little deeper stuff but I remember the water was just crystal clear and I it was yeah. an aqua blue color that is I just love that when I can see stuff like that you know swimming around sometimes it is frustrating because we actually cranked our bowls up to sixty we pounds did. we did yes we did we yep. cranked up our erads to sixty pounds because we wanted to have enough power to get down there and. Yep. Because those the scales on those things were, they were 
two fifty cent pieces. Yeah, they were yeah, huge. They were they were big. <laughs> and then you know the the ones that we shot. I know we got our couple first into the boat, and we were all kind of looking at each other. They didn't look like the buffs back home. No, they have they, shoulders. They yeah, yeah, they almost look like alien fish. Yeah, well, those they, are smallmouth buffs. Right. Yep. Um, just just their build, like you said. It's like mm-hmm. they got these little heads and then just big. Oh, it's yeah. like they were bodybuilders. <laughs> it is. A, it, like you said, it is funny because you got that little tiny face, and then right behind their face, it just goes. Yep. <laughs> it just yep. gets huge. Yep. And I know we were down there, and you know we were shooting some of those. You know, I think we were, we were shooting fish 40, 50 pound range down yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah. uh we were seeing fish that size consistently. Mm-hmm. And the, the couple that we got in the boat, I know the guy we were down there with, we're sitting there and we're we're like, oh my gosh, look at this. And the guy's like, what are these guys freaking out about? Yeah. This, I see this all the time. Right. You know, and it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What I wouldn't give to have this in my, you know, an hour or two away to go explore mm-hmm. and learn for for years. Yeah, not that, 22 hours away. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I'm glad we flew down there. I'll just say that. <laughs> That's a fun. Yeah. Uh, I think, Matt, for our product highlight mm-hmm. today, you know, we've gone through a lot of our main product. Yeah. What do you got? For AMS. I think with these chilly temperatures, guys going out, you might need a, you know, a sweatshirt on out there. I think we could maybe just uh, highlight our apparel section, our AMS apparel. Yeah, we got some awesome looking hoodies, some AMS hoodies, uh, apparel, we've got hats, and um, I do know... That we're also working on some new stuff for next year as yeah, far absolutely. as apparel goes. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever want to look cool in your swag when you're out bow fishing, check out AMS Bow Fishing's apparel section. Pick up some AMS apparel and shoot yourself a big old fish with your AMS apparel on and send us some pictures. Absolutely. We'll post that up, talk about it. And to go along with that, if you if our listeners for our podcast, if you guys have any questions, yeah. feel free. When we get when we get uh, questions in, you know, some guys were asking about fall bow fishing. That is absolutely a point that we are going to cover in our next podcast. So if you guys are unclear about anything, if you're getting started in bow fishing, any questions at all, send it to us. We'll cover it to the best of our abilities in our next podcast. Heck yeah, even send us some memes. Oh, <laughs> don't send us memes. You can send us some memes and some gifs and gifs, but memes, oh my goodness. Gifs or jiffy or jiffy. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call those. <laughs> Send them in. Send them in. We'll we'll cover them. <laughs> tonight your uh, ooh, tonight your your Lakers play season opener tonight. Yep, the first win of a sixty-five win season for the Lakers will happen oh tonight. My gosh, LeBron is going to lead them back to oh, the promised land. Listen to this wing nut. Um, just from a pure basketball standpoint. Yeah. Oops. I just want LeBron to take it easy and then ramp it up come playoff time. That's all they got to do, and they're going to be in the chip. Oh, please. You guys should hear some of the debates that go on. Matt never wins them, but they get pretty uh, pretty heated up here. He's a LeBron hater. so Yeah, yeah. But, give, me, give me Michael Jordan any day. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm, no, we can't. We can't. We can't. This will be a three-hour podcast if we get into this. We, that'll have to, we'll have to have a separate one for for talking about MJ and LeBron. <laughs> yeah. So remember, save up some money. Come to Brooklyn, South Dakota next May. You'll have a good time. Once again, congratulations to Lance Wheeler and the uh, Brookings South Dakota bid. On winning that for the uh, BA Rolls next year. And uh, hope to see a lot of you there because it's going to be a good time. A lot of big fish, clear water, lots of shoreline to go and scout and look around it. And um, the 
it's always fun just to meet and greet. Absolutely. So, until next time, best of luck on the water. Remember, aim low, think big. Thanks for listening, guys.